0: Hey, man. Welcome to the J. The Great Podcast.
1: Hey, what's going on, my brother?
0: Hey, how you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Hey, I'm doing all right, man. Just uh, grinding just with these episodes. I know the feeling, brother. I know the feeling. So, so man, uh, today's episode is going to be on uh, Legends barber shop here in uh, Louisville, Kentucky off Dixie's Highway. And we also gonna be talking about how um the art of barbering, like the skill it takes, dedication and what time you have to put in to become a barber. So we'll start off first with your uh with your business. So you can um uh, well you can uh, well well we start off with barbering first so uh, so how long have you been a barber
1: i've been a barber for four years
0: and uh how um uh, what made you want to get into barbering like you had a uh, family that did it or it was just something you just stumbled onto
1: well i was a uh, mm-hmm. you pretty much born a barber man it's some it's something it's like a calling to a degree uh I was 12 years old when I got my first set of clippers and, uh, my uncle actually gave me a pair of clippers for my 12th birthday, man. And, uh, I started cutting my own hair and then my homeboys, they would see, you know, I was, I was improving and, uh, you know, money was tight back in the day. I grew up in a hood, you know what I mean? So people started giving me a shot, man. They started letting me practice on their head and, you know, uh, A little bit after that, I got good, man. I was the neighborhood barber. Oh, That's what's up,
0: man. Yeah, everybody had a neighborhood
1: barber when they was in school, you know. (laughs) Yes, sir. Uh, It it led into, you know, high school, you know, my high school partners, you know. So, uh, yeah, man, it was just a good thing, man. You know, I was able to, you know, basically know a lot of people you know know their style you know know what's on their mind and uh it's it's been a blessing bro yeah so um so go over the
0: what it takes to be a barber like the dead like the the skill set and the time and that you have to put in because you know being a barber is almost like you know any other thing as far as like being a professional athlete or any other type of job like you have to you have to sacrifice something to be able to get good at it so just go over how long
1: it took you okay yeah, absolutely to, going, mm-hmm. to well, elite status you know well fir- first and foremost, one must know that it's uh it's passion over profit and it's craft over currency. And once that kicks in, uh, your cup will start overflowing. But in order to get to that, you know, master that level, man, you have to, uh, you have to have a strong discipline. You have to have a mastery of time. You know, you have to be ahead of time. You know, people. Uh, my problem was I was a fighter. I was all uh, I was fighting to go to sleep. I was fighting to wake up you know pressure it was a lot of pressure with the time you know uh but once i learned how to be ahead of time um the barbering and life itself it started getting a little little bit easier i was a, i was ahead rather than chasing with the time so the distance on the time is the major key factor to me man um customer skills you know being first of all having barber skills you know being able to uh know your measurements and, and cutting cutting heads, you know, knowing what the, the hairstyle, the head shape, you know, and being able to uh navigate through a haircut, man, and not get lost and give the people, you know, what they want, deliver a good good job, you know, and uh but you gotta have people skill, you know. Um you definitely definitely gotta know how to talk to people. You gotta like people. Uh but Man, it takes a whole lot, though, man. More than anything, diligence. You get, because it's going to be, you got to be able to overcome the obstacles, man. It's going to be some things that, you know, you may not approve of or like, and you may not, you know, uh, really agree with, but then you got to figure out how to how to solve a lot of problems, man, with people. So that's that's, that's just one aspect. Yeah, so, yeah, I know... Um... So when did you go to barber school? Uh, I went to barber school in 2016, man. I went to barber school 2016, and uh, it took 10 months. It's 1,500 hours in the state of Kentucky. And barber school teaches you pretty much a lot of uh, discipline. It starves you out. Of course, you pay a lot of money to go to barber school. Um, And then, uh, you know, you don't get paid. It's 40 hours a week. You know the particular barber school I went to. It was a uh, nine to five, uh, Monday through Friday, so forty hours. So yeah, man, I uh, made it through that, and uh, was able to get in the barber shop immediately after graduation. And uh, you know, you gotta find your fit. I, I've, uh, I've worked at like uh, three barber shops prior to owning my own. So you know you gotta save that money, you gotta be disciplined, you know, yeah, so you gotta get your customers, you know what I'm saying you gotta get you gotta get people to get on the board, man, to believe in you, you know you' gotta market yourself, and uh pretty much pray, man, put it in God's hands and see what happens. Man. <laughs> That's pretty much what I did, my brother,
0: yeah, man so uh. So what was the experience that you had as far as, like, when you first started working in shops after you uh, got out of barber school versus the environment you have now owning a
1: shop? Okay. So, wow, that's a a great question, man. So uh, pretty much, you know, when you're in barber school, it's a lot of camaraderie, I guess. You know, it's not too much. uh, It's friendly competition. You know, it's more so, you know, uh, I got the tip of the day, you know. I got the I got the biggest tip for the day, you know. You just get paid in tips in barber school, but once you get to the to the, uh, the to the pros, pretty much the real barbershop, it uh, it's like man, it's, it's it's every man for himself, you know. It's the uh, it's a royal rumble, you know. Uh, uh you know, and, and I guess it all depends. And I can't, I I don't know. I can only speak for myself, but. Uh yeah, it's it's uh it's not easy, my brother. It's not easy. I mean, you go in these barbershops, you know, at first everybody does the meeting and greeting, and then then uh then it's on. You know what I'm saying? It's like the Game of Thrones, man. Made the best barber win. That's what I've noticed, you know. It's a lot of uh competition, unhealthy competition too, at times. You know, so uh you know, but uh if, if one minds his own business. Just like in anything else, one one can can conquer all, you know. So, me my main thing was minding my own business and uh, sticking to to my script. You know, I've never been a following type, but a lot of you know a lot of guys like to follow guys, and uh, that's that never particularly was my thing. But uh, as a barber, you're an independent contractor, so you know you're your own boss. You know, but uh, a lot of guys. You know, they uh they gotta you know you just gotta learn how to manage yourself, man, real healthy while you know, your time and uh have a goal to execute, you know. So
0: so so anybody anybody that's gonna be listening to this that um that wants to be a barber or been thinking about it. Well, what would you say is the pros and cons? Like they have to know of work
1: before they even go to uh, go to uh, the yeah. store. Okay. Well, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of long days, man. I mean, just like anything else, you know, uh, it's gonna you know a lot of times it's a waiting and baiting game, but you got to have patience more than anything. You got to have skill. And uh you got to have uh customer service skills, you know what I'm saying, as well. You got to know how to talk to people. I man, a lot of people don't know how to explain a cut or uh you know what they want. So it's like, you know, you got to know how how to read people. You know, <clears throat> you got to definitely know how to read people. Um but 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 like anything, man. Like I was taught, man, it's what you make it. You know, it's what you put in it. You know, you get what you give. So, if you put a hundred percent, you bound to get a hundred percent out, you know. But uh, if you half-ass and you half-stepping, it's, it's gonna be rough, it's gonna be rough. But uh, but me personally, man, uh, it's just been a blessing for me, man. To be honest with you, man, God has opened up a lot of doors, uh, a lot of relationships have been made in my barbershop, and it's. It's just such a blessing, man. I just feel like I'm on a mission for God. And uh, yeah, that's that's just what I'm pretty much doing, man. Just uh, working for the Lord, bro. To be honest with you, I know it sounds cliche, corny, what, what may have you, but honestly, man, I'm I'm on purpose right now, man.
0: Yeah, you put God first in anything, man. It's bound to succeed. Yes, sir. But uh, so before before we get into your barber shop, so we can lay out your um, layout. Um, so I want you to explain a pathway for anybody that's currently a barber that's working in a shop how they can get their own shop. Like how did you go about like certain milestones that you was trying to reach as far as like you know, until you got to your goal and you was able to go get mm-hmm. your whole shot.
1: Okay. Uh, well, man, to be honest with you, man, what's meant for you, you know, a devil of hell cannot can't, can't, take, can't take it from you, can't tamper with it enough. So pretty much for me, man, it was more so of me uh, just praying, you know what I'm saying, and, and asking God to, uh, you know, help me... Uh, B Y O B, be be your own boss, right? So I'm I'm just asking God to uh, because a lot of times you work with these guys, man, and they don't they don't really listen. They don't listen. They just about the money. So I just wanted to uh, basically open doors to to be able to be a listener, you know, a helper, a mentor, a big brother, you know, pretty much. Uh, I uh, I would say save your money. I would say uh, know how to manage people, to work with a few people, you know, and, and and see how you get along. And are you comfortable with with being the head? Are you comfortable with being the one paying all the bills? Are you comfortable with being the one having to clean up the shit in the toilets? You know, once, you know, one can do so or be humble enough to do so, I believe, you know, God will open up the door or doors, you know, for, for you to reach a goal. But for me, it was more so of uh just fate. You know, it was like I I went in the store to buy a phone, a guy who owned a building, a barbershop with a barbershop in it, just so happened to ask me, like he said, you're a barber? I said yeah. He said, man, well you want your own barbershop? I said, I said, I said, of course, that's my goal. He said, "I have a building for you, man. It'll be it's yours if you want." I thought he was just talking crazy. He's like, "I got a building for you." You know, we never talked about any money or anything. So I'm like, "Okay." So I go check it out. <laughs> it was nice, man. It's where I'm at right now. You know, um, I prayed, I fasted, I, you know, and uh, I gave the man. I just so happened to have everything I needed at the time. Praise God, I had the money. Um and I was able to uh, give him give him the money. He gave me two months free so I could renovate it. I put pay, paid every dollar of my own money to to renovate it, and I renovated. I built it. It took me twelve to sixteen hours, seven days a week, six weeks. I did it by myself. So I put all the work in. I built every chair. I put the floors in. I, my, I, I painted it. I you name it, man. You name it. And uh, got all passed all the board, uh, you know, inspections and everything. And uh, man, became the barber, man, just started. And and I go to work. I work six days a week. It's 10 to 12 hours a day. I hadn't had a break. I hadn't had a day off in a year and a half, bro. You know, so it's hard work. It's like, it's dedication. It's dedication like no other, man. It's commitment. So if you're not committed. This is definitely not not the line for you, you know. Yeah, man, that's real interesting, man.
0: You uh, was able to uh, go to barber school in in 2016, graduate, and within a little under
1: four years, you was able to get your own barber shop. You know. Yeah, you know, actually, you know, two and care. a half. I got my own shop. You know, I've been at the shop for a year and a half. I just got my four years July twenty-first. So yeah, man. The incredible. The guys the light speed. Yes, sir. And yeah, so
0: we can <laughs> transition to your uh business. Or uh, we can get, you can uh, tell me, um tell the people, you know, uh where you located, um uh, basically the experience that you would get coming to your barbershop and um what's the tempo as far as like your busy days pricing you
1: know things like that okay wonderful yeah well legends barber company it's it's uh located on three zero zero seven Dixie Highway four zero two one six right by Ralph Avenue uh Shively Kentucky uh I offer the best uh, luxury barbering services that you that you can get in America. OK, we're not even talking Louisville or the city. We talk in America. I'm giving the best service. I'm giving you I'm giving you my all. I'm giving you what I expect for myself if I went somewhere. Uh, Top notch barbering. We're doing razor lines. We're doing facials. We're doing hot towels. We're doing the latest and greatest haircuts that that are that are out there. Uh, and we have a jazz. It's a jazzy place, man. I play a lot of jazz music. Uh, it's a modern. It's hip. It's hop It's a it's a great place to be. Excellent environment. Great vibe. Very safe. Very sound. You can get a haircut starting at 25 i got haircuts going up to 90 bucks depending on what you want uh i i mean you know if you want you know from a hair wash to a condition to to like i say hot towel the razor you want the uh the facial you know uh we offer kids cuts 20 bucks but you know just a great place to be great environment um I come I come with my best on my best behavior, respect everybody that walk in my place. And uh, it's just love, man. It's just a great environment. No funny, crazy, weirdo stuff going on. Nobody's, you know, it's just, you know, I do appointment only. Uh, you can go on Google. You can push the uh, book online tab after you Google Legends Barber Company. Uh, you can put a time in your name your email I get a uh, email and I confirm it boom you have an appointment and uh I do you know do them one at a time and I love how the appointment thing is going because it separates I get to know my clients a lot more in detail better I get to massage my relationships with them a little more so that that's a wonderful thing you know that I that we do at legends. So what's the uh, what's the hours? Uh, are you open seven days a week? Okay. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. I got the hours are uh, six days a week. I'm from ten to seven Monday through Friday, and I'm from nine to six on Saturdays. Okay. What's you? What's usually a busy busy day for you on the weekends or? Or just a yeah, yeah. I would, I would definitely have to say the weekends. Uh, but to be honest with you, man, by me, uh, by me being the only barber in my shop at the current time, uh, man, I'm kind of busy every day, you know. So, uh, you know, that's why I have the appointments. But it's such a blessing, man. But every day is a busy day at Legends, man. But uh, I would have to say Tuesday, if any day probably be a little a little bit slower than the rest. Okay. So
0: um yeah you saw. So, yeah you um, I actually um for everybody listening um I actually been to the barbershop uh I've been knowing um sad for three years now I think, yeah, three years. Yes, sir. So, uh, yeah, he's one of the best barbers I ever had, and uh, he's the uh, the barbershop looks real nice. You know, hey, e, you?
1: hold on, I don't mean to cut you, but look, the biggest story, E. I gotta give you your props and respect, and I appreciate you so much, cause. You was there in the first days of me opening when I didn't have a freaking uh, ADT. You said, man, what the hell are you doing? I said, bro, ain't nobody else. Be you said, are you crazy? You gotta get you. Remember you told me about the uh, security system?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Any business, you got to have a security system. Big,
1: <laughs> I was like, no, bro, I got cameras. You said, man, that don't mean You got to have a... Man, I was tripping. I do wanna give you your kudos for that, bro. I
0: do. Yeah, cause you know, during the night you ain't gonna be it's a long hours at night because you open at ten in the morning. So you gotta think about it. If you leave there at seven thirty or eight o'clock at the latest, you know, that's all. that's over, that's like fifteen hours of you not being there at night while you sleep and stuff. So you know, right no telling him what type of homeless people are well you know this I got insurance in
1: man. I mean you know to I me, mean? you know, I got insurance, so I really, you know, I didn't really, you know, like worst case, okay. I'm gonna get all new shit. You know what I mean? That's how I looked at it. But what I you mean, doing, like that's the best thing I got in my shop, bro. Is the fucking is the ADT so seriously, like that shit is so high-tech. Like people, yeah, like that keeps everything at bay. Yeah, You know, it's loud when I go. Yeah. So I just want to thank you, man. Okay. Thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cause uh, you know, you want to have things at the lowest level. You, you you don't have to put in no insurance claims or that you don't want to have to. You know what I'm saying?
1: Well, that's true. That is true. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. So it's a good thing. So, you know, um I cut I've been cutting a lot of the the, the a lot of the uh, college guys around here too, man. It's been a good deal, man. What you think about them getting these endorsement deals? Um they should have been
0: been able to make some money just because you got people, you got college athletes that may have millions of followers on Instagram might be one of the most popular people in the country, and they go play a good football game. They was on national TV. Everybody know who they is. And right. And they got to go back to the dorm and eat Roman noodles When the coach eat the coach eat roof crisps every day.
1: Come on, man. Moms, too. <laughs> Don't forget about moms. Moms is
0: hurting, too. Yeah, so I'm like, they got to hurt for two years so they can go to the league in football in one year. And basketball, so I I like it. And plus, uh, I think uh, a lot of people missing the the thing with that, too. When you start handling a lot of money like that at an early age, you know, they're going to start getting agents because, you know, you usually didn't have agents until you right before the draft. But now you got to have agents coming out of high school. So, So that's going to teach them. How about about,
1: about. in high school? That one high school boy got a couple million. Did you see this? The high school boy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: there's a couple of them. They got a couple million. But but, but what I was saying, that it's going to teach them money management because you're going to already, by the time you get to the league, you're going to already been playing with a decent amount of money. So you ain't gonna be too easy. I mean, too anxious to go and just splurge, you know.
1: That's about to change
0: the game, bro. Yeah, because I know uh, uh, Master so nice. masterpiece, uh, masterpiece son got two million the day that they uh made it official. He got a two million dollar deal the same day.
1: Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. See, I wasn't have to that. I, you know, he was going to get some money. You know, you know, he was, yeah, so that's, but, so listen, I think that's going to cut them years short in the league. Like if they get money early like that, they set themselves up for retirement earlier now, right? Wouldn't you think?
0: Yeah, but you still got a passion for what you're doing. Like the only thing, the only thing that that money is going to do really is that you're not going to be hurting in college. And uh, you're going to be able to take care of your family sooner. So you can be able – so that's going to give you more time to focus on the game versus you you having all that pressure on you trying to play to your full ability so you can get drafted high, so you can take care of your family when you get drafted. It's already going to be taken care of, so you ain't going to have no distraction.
1: Okay. I get it. So – This is interesting. It's it's, a new day, man. It's
0: a good opportunity. It it should have been like that, though. You just imagine what Tim Tebow would have got if they had that with Tim Tebow, you know?
1: Oh, yeah. Right. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I mean, it's a lot of money, especially with social media, you know, and everything. Like, they're just uh, a lot of guys. You know, I got a couple track guys that come up. And they getting endorsements from just websites, just people with websites and everything that's just paying them for to, them to uh, tweet or whatever. I'm like, what? Like, yeah, giving me three hundred dollars a month. Just, I'm like, wow. Yeah, man. Well, you know, so yeah, I like
0: I like the fact that uh, the the big time athletes, you know, they ain't gonna be feeling like they getting hustled no more because. It is like a messed up feeling. Like I'm this coach making millions because all these kids that's one and done is coming in there winning all those games on those good teams, and they and and the coach couldn't even buy him no dinner or he will get fined
1: because of the rules.
0: <laughs>
1: Unbelievable. But what you think about like the little uh, video games? You think they're gonna get paid off that too?
0: Yeah, um, yeah, they they, they said they said it was gonna drop the NCAA again for college football. They said this year they was gonna drop star by dropping it. So, um, I don't think they're gonna get paid like the by, like the professional players. But I think the I think they're gonna narrow it down so all the the big time ones like the five and the four stars they might get a little small percentage.
1: It ain't okay. gonna be
0: it, it ain't gonna be nothing too crazy, but a small percentage is still good. Absolutely. So they 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 gonna have to work something out. But that's what they got agents for. So they ain't they ain't gonna have to worry about that. Their agent gonna be on top of that. Yeah, yeah, that'll be neat. But but um, but another thing too with that, you know, on the college football foot games, they didn't have their names on the back of the jersey. Right, so, 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 so that might be a little hurdle right there because they're like, "Oh, well, we don't got their name on the back of the jersey, so you don't know who's playing." You know, they could try to play that game. I don't know if they're going to start putting the names on the back of the jerseys because none of the football team uh, games they had the names on the back of the
1: jersey. So
0: in college,
1: so right, right. So what? What about the uh, the the championship game? Well, uh, which the, one? NBA. The NBA. What you what you what's your take on that, man?
0: I told people when the Bucks won game four, I said they weren't gonna win. They wasn't gonna uh win another game than the Suns, and everybody thought I was crazy. But I was like, I I just seen the Bucks had their number, they were too small. Aiden was the only big man they had,
1: and Chris uh-huh. Paul
0: and Chris Paul is Chris Paul uh hurdle. His whole, his whole career, Chris Paul always been a good scorer. But one thing that's been – that always was his Achilles heel. He has not mastered when to be aggressive and not be aggressive. Just like in game six. He had, uh-huh. 20, he had 26 points. He didn't have a bad game. But you see Devin Booker is struggling. This yeah. is a club. This is an elimination game. You got to get 40. If you're going to lose – you know what I'm saying? You got to go out swinging. You got to shoot the ball 25 times at least. Yeah, for sure. Like, like, you keep passing the ball to roll. I understand you're the point guard, but in some, and in certain situations, bro, you making 40 million
1: a year. Like, you got to shoot the ball. Come on, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to take charge, man. Yeah, they was real timid, man. It, it was kind of sad, to be honest with you, man. And, <laughs> you know, it just went out like chumps, man. And then your boy Giannis, he just, just ah, but, he's a but
0: Giannis is a dog. Giannis got that old school mentality. He don't want to be friends with nobody off the court. He don't speak to nobody in the games or nothing. Like, he just, he, he just like 100%. Go playing hard and he humble, like that's why I like him so much. Like, this dude making over 200 million dollars and he's on the ground diving for loose balls. You know what I'm saying? He's not, he's not no bougie, he's not letting the fame dictate yeah. how he plays. You know what I'm saying? He's still playing the same way that he played that he, when he first came in the league, and I respect that. Oh, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, uh, definitely. Definitely, man, but uh the Bucks, the Bucks that? gonna the Bucks gonna have to get another piece though if they wanna repeat because Brooklyn gonna be hard to beat next year for the hefty. So they got lucky, you? they they got lucky this year because Brooklyn uh had them injuries. Right. I think Brooklyn would have won the ship this year if they wouldn't have had them injuries.
1: Yeah, they was they definitely uh, on tap to win, but uh, the Lakers, man, they 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 let me down. I thought, you know, my the, Lakers, man, the but...
0: Lakers, couldn't get back on track with those injuries, and they didn't have enough time to get their legs back when they both did come back. Mm-hmm. And what and they play in tournament through off their river because they had to come back and play in a playoff game, basically, to get in the playoffs. So it was, it was just it was just a bad season because Anthony Davis, he's so he's so injury prone, he missed, it. and that's the worst time to get hurt around February, March is the worst time to get hurt because that's when you start building chemistry right before the playoffs. So when you so you get hurt around that time, all the role players is taking more shots than what they should be taking, and then when you get back. Now nah, they gotta go back to playing the role they was playing before. And you gotta get your win back because you can't work out because you've been hurt. So you got so you trying to get back in game shape. And yeah, it, it was just bad. I think mean, they gonna bounce back though. They gonna have to get them a point guard though. Cause they gonna oh, let to go. They get them a point guard and they get them another wing score. They'll be high. You know, they need to keep a- Andre Drummond. See if they can bring him back for cheap. Okay. For sure. For, but sure. Yeah. for sure. But yeah, man, I appreciate you uh coming on here, man. Um,
1: oh, no um, problem.
0: Yeah, um I'm gonna start doing episodes two, two, three times a month. I'm gonna do another episode next week on uh uh, Dr. Dre's uh, divorce. Okay. He had to pay all that alimony, so I want to talk about that. And I got two more topics that I'm going to add on on top of that. But, um, but yeah, um, for one last time, man, uh, tell the people um, um, how to book with Legends Barbershop and
1: where you're located again. Yes, yeah, sir. So we're at three. 007 Dixie Highway, 40216 in Shively. We uh, You can go to Booksy and uh, book me at Legends Barber Company, or you can just simply Google Legends Barber Company and hit the book online tab and take it from there and uh, compute your information and uh, I'll confirm it and we'll set up an appointment to... uh. Do to give you the best haircut you ever had in your life,
0: yeah, and that's also in the Louisville, Kentucky area. So, uh, so if you um in any surrounding areas Fort Knox, Radcliffe, E Town, I know they ain't got no good barbers up there with the uh with the army because I was in the army. So <laughs> I used to just uh, I used to drive to Louisville before I got out the military to get a haircut, so
1: sure, do. Like,
0: so, I'm like, we got. You know anybody in Lexington, Middletown, J-town? You know, Comessal said, you no. know he' gonna get you together. And you ain't gotta worry about no, you ain't gotta worry about seeing no fights in a barbershop. Nobody baby mama popping up. None of that, nothing, you
1: know. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so. sir. Yeah, no ghetto stuff, man. Just keeping it playing real jazzy and classy, baby. But he, I love you, man. I appreciate you, my brother, and I catch you on the next.
0: All right, man. Everybody have a have a good night. Uh, tune in to the next episodes, and uh, follow me on Instagram at Eric J. The Great. A link to my podcast is on.